And welcome into our number two of the Outdoors with Don Buke radio program. Glad to have you. Thanks to Mr. Reed Alleman singing us into this hour. And some things you might need to know about. I got a little bit of a list here. We'll cover these before we get back to some of our fishing routes. Coming up on March the 12th, this is the benefit for uh, prostate cancer. It's great. It's going to be held at Stella Events and Adventures. That's down in Braithwaite, Louisiana. And if you'd like to find out about sponsorship, you've got a four-member team. You can get in there. We've got a team that we'll be representing. And they serve breakfast at 8, they shoot at 9, and then there's a very nice luncheon and reception from noon to 5. It's a big, fun day at a beautiful place. And if you like to get some shooting in after the hunting season, this is a great way to do it. You want more information, uh, you can just simply go to Gunning for a Cure, and you'll find all you need to know about it. We also have the Louisiana Wildfowl Carvers and Collectors Guild putting on their festival Saturday, March 26th, Sunday, March 27th. That's at the Castine Center pelican park in mandeville uh beautiful specimens there we'll have a lot more to talk about as we get a little closer to that something else i wanted to talk about was uh by tv we picked up another affiliate station uh this time in baton rouge it's my 16 tv wbxh it comes on at 5 p.m on sunday so it's a great lead-in to that football game that's going to be on tomorrow before you watch the football game if you're in the baton rouge area and you get, uh, it's on AT&T Channel 39, Cox Channel 16, 39 on DISH, and it's also 9.4 on the antenna. It's the sister station of WAFB. It's WBXH, and every Sunday at 5 p.m. you can watch Bayou Wild. And I really strongly suggest you watch this week's program. It's called It's Raining Geese. It was the Bayou Wild Arkansas Cajun Invasion uh, with Duck Down Guide Service, and uh, Chris Lecoq and co-host Martha Spencer went down there. Unfortunately, I had to do radio. You might recall I even uh, chatted with them for a little while, and they had a fantastic hunt. It may be one of the most spectacular speckle belly goose hunts ever recorded and ever seen on television. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. It's it's that good. Uh, check it out. Again, it's Bayou Wild TV. Go to BayouWildTV.com. Uh, and you can find a station near you. We're on your view. We're on My 54 in New Orleans, Etel, Vision System, Southeastern Channel, Fox 29 over in Southwest Louisiana, and always on YouTube if all else fails. All right, let me get on the. Let's see, I'm getting a conflicting reports. Some people saying the Green Bridge is not open. Some people say it's open one way, each one lane each way. I'm getting, no, it's not. Someone had to turn around. So evidently the Green Bridge is closed, as that was the original report. If you want to be safe, just go through uh, New Orleans and uh, get on Judge Perez and head on down. That way you don't have a problem with it and have to get there and turn around and be late for your trip. All right, we got Captain Mike Gallo coming up. We also have... Uh, Captain Eric Mohabarak, he provides us the paddler's report. Captain Ryan Lambert's going to be joining us a little bit later on, too. I'm not sure. He's coming back from an Alabama bird hunt, but I'm not sure if he's going to be calling us from Nolejase in Mexico or if he's down at the Cajun Fishing Adventures Lodge. We'll find out about that. Something else I wanted to mention to you, don't miss us. Now, normally we go uh, with Bayou Wild to Southside Cafe in Slidell. Two Mondays a month, we tape some little video for our Facebook page and for our TV show. Uh, we invite, and sometimes we run into special guests down there. Uh, we're not going to be there this Monday because that's Valentine's Day. We're going to be there on Tuesday of this coming week, 
doing their happy hour from 4 to 6 p.m. Special guest, Captain Jim Lamarck. Uh, Captain Jim fishes in the Slidell area, Lake Catherine, Lake Bourne, Biloxi Marsh, Wrigley's, Pearl River area. And he's going to stop by and talk a little fishing with us. And you can do the same thing at Southside Cafe. I'll tell you, it's the happy, happeningest restaurant in Slidell right there on what some people call Front Street or Highway 11. Easy to find. Look for the green palm trees and uh, come on inside and say hello to us. All right, we come back after this. He was born on the bayou, as legend has it. I'm talking about one Captain Mike Gallo. His report is next right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And when you hear that music, that means it is time to check in with Captain Mike Gallo. His reports are brought to you by Seto. That's the guys with the big yellow boats that uh, come out to rescue you when you need it. It's like having AAA on the water. Sometimes you don't need a tow-in. Maybe you just need to bring your fuel. If you ran a little short, maybe your gauge was out on your tank. You didn't realize you were going to run short on gas. Uh, maybe just an electrical start problem, and they'll jump you and get you off and get you back. Whatever it takes, they get you back safely to the dock. It's like having triple A on the water. Mostly it's peace of mind, you and your loved ones, just one call away to Captain Chris. And that's how you also get on the membership, 504-301-4545. If you want to get online, easy, very quick, one click, com. Captain Mike joins us now, and Captain Mike, thanks for joining with us. Uh, I'm looking at my tide range page today, and it shows very, very little low tide, little tide movement. What are some tips and advice for fishing on a day like this where you're going to have neither good, strong tide movement or uh, wind movement, which you'll have tomorrow, but you don't have it today? Kind of slack tide day with not much wind-driven water. What do you do? Well, Don, first of all, I have a bit of a sore throat. So bear with me. <clears throat> I've been there and done that. <laughs> say, yeah, hopefully it passes pretty soon. Anyway, um, you want to fish those narrowed areas in a bayou where the water does gain a little bit of velocity. Points, choke points, areas where the bayou or the canal sort of narrows down and it'll pick up a little speed. Fortunately, this week the weather has been really nice and the water temperatures picked up a bit and the fish are a little bit more aggressive we've seen some trout come to the dock a few redfish gum freshwater catfish have been caught out in lake potch train with some live shrimp wrigley's had some beautiful live shrimp all week so there's fish out there and get out there and catch them before the weather turns bad tomorrow Mike, in, in Pontchartrain, was that on the bridges? And if the bridges, which bridge was best? If not, which shore, north or south? North shore and the Highway 11 and the train bridge did the best. Getting between those two where you can cast, you know, to both bridges from one spot. What is happening over by that Dudley Vandenmore Reef? Uh, you and I have fished there. I don't hear very much about it. Uh, is it just maybe not producing because it, it, it's not in the right place? Is it too small? Or is it productive and it's a good kept secret? It's productive and it's a pretty good secret. You just don't see that many people fish it. Um, lots of people like to fish visible structure that they can see and cast to. And that's it's still structure. It just happens to be below the surface of the water. 
you need to find it with your depth finder, anchor off to the side, fish a slip cork, throw up current, and let your bait drift across. And there's always sheephead, and occasionally you find good numbers of speckled trout. Yeah, it's a little difficult to locate. Are the markers still there? There were some uh, yellow boys marking the corner points on it, but if those are gone, uh, you got to pretty much know where it is by lining it up, looking at the bridges and the shore, or, or using your, your depth finder and GPS. I don't know that I've seen all four markers at either one, but there's at least one marker. And there, normally there's four of them, and they're on the corners. But if you can find one, you start doing circles, look look on your depth finder, and you'll see the difference in depth. It's easy to see those rocks. They stick up a good three or four feet from the bottom. So they're not hard to see. You know, I've also got reports this week that, man, that lake, you know, and it's been historic that the the blue cats move in there from the rivers during this time of the year. But, I mean, this year it just seems like they are just tons of them in there. They're a nice size, too. Well, of course, we opened the spillway, I think, four times in the last six years. So a lot of those catfish get diverted with that water. And like a lot of fish, they kind of figure out that Lake Pontchartrain has a a good supply of bait. and There's no need to leave. Got it. Micah, I got somebody texting me, said you got the Dubuque voice. (laughs) I hope you don't. I don't want to wish that on anybody. I'm going to let you go ahead and rest it. Uh, Before you go, though, do you have a trip today? And who's the lucky fisherman that are going to have to use sign language or text to you on their phone to communicate? No, I do not have a trip today. We pushed it back till Monday, and I'm going to be eating my cough drops and cough syrup, and hopefully we get this taken care of. All right, sounds good. If you get a chance, uh, drop by and and come see us Tuesday over at uh, Southside Cafe. Captain Jim's going to be there with us, and love to get you two guys together. I think it's pretty close to Jim's birthday, so maybe we'll bring him a birthday cake. I'm pretty sure his birthday is in February. Very good. Yeah, maybe that'll be something we can do. He won't. Jim won't turn his nose up at Jake, I can assure you. <laughs> yeah, good old Jim and Jake. All right, Mike, uh, good talking to you as always. Uh, and Do you have enough voice to give us your contact information if somebody wants to get you? Oh, sure. You can find me on dotintheoutdoorsguide.com. My website is aaofla.com. Or you can call us on the telephone, 985-781-7811. All right, go get you some uh, honey and uh, maybe some tea and uh, take care of that voice, and uh, we'll we'll be talking to you next week. Thank you, Don. Hopefully we'll be talking to you next week. Yeah, I'm sure we will. Thank you, Captain Mike. Born on the bayou, Mike Gallo. There he goes. All right, coming back after this, get your kayak out, your canoe, your P-Roll, your Tom Sawyer raft. It's time for our paddler's report. Captain Eric Mohabarak joins us after this three-minute pause on the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And our paddlers report with the Bayou Coast Kayak Fishing Club is a presentation of Massey's Outfitters, Mid-City, New Orleans, Baton Rouge, Covington, and uh, unlike other supplies, they have got kayaks, kayaks, and kayaks. So don't fear if you're in the market, stop by one of their three locations, check it out, or visit their website. That's at MasseyOutfitters.com, also a Facebook page. That's Massey Outfitters. And joining us now is Captain Eric Mohabarak with the 
Paddlers report, and Eric, man, they ate up that Toledo Bend Hobie Bass Open, huh? Hundred grand, you yeah. put that out, and man, they sold out in record time. Yeah, not only that one, they sold out the second second one. Also, they put up uh, the Ufala one, Ufala uh, like Ufala in Alabama, I believe that is. Uh, so they're mm-hmm. both sold out, man. But those guys are up there. Uh, they uh, start today on pounding the water. Uh, I think they're going to be getting some changing conditions this afternoon, you know, with that front coming in. Uh, they've been catching, you know, some good fish on the docks around 6, 10 feet of water. Of course, they're finding bigger fish in deeper water. Uh, most popular baits seems to be producing would be the wacky rigs and the, and the, and the crankbaits. So uh, good luck to all them uh, guys from Louisiana up there trying to beat on them boys who travel that circuit, you know. But uh, it should be you know, Eric, uh, What a great yeah, it's a great venue, and, and uh, like I was saying last week, um, you know, I, I really foresee this thing possibly equaling or maybe overtaking uh, the Bassmasters, and people wouldn't believe that, but when you think about it, you know, they they have a, a, a way to get into that through the amateur ranks, but who can afford the bass boat? You know, everybody can afford a kayak, so the participation level is going to be so much bigger than what it has been for the regular bass fishermen, bass boat tournaments. Correct, and you know you don't need a three thousand dollar kayak to get into it. I mean, no, you really don't. You can a three hundred dollar kayak or pirog even, as long as it's a paddle vessel or pedal, human powered. You're you're legal to go in it. So, uh, you know, yeah, that's something to see. You know, and it's really, really taking off around the country. It really is, like you said, Don. It's a great thing for tourism for Louisiana too. You know. Absolutely. Well, we need to get one down here south, too, with that big of a payout. Yeah. Well, speaking of down south, Plaquemines Parish, uh, kind of your, your uh, stomping grounds or paddling and peddling yeah. grounds. Tell us what's going on down there. Yeah, man, the fishing has been really excellent. And, and just like the whole Highway 23 corridor, actually, I've, I've fished some and I've gotten some reports that, that, that people have been doing really good. Man, Myrtle Grove. Uh, you know how Myrtle Grove works in the main canal. You got to fish, fish until you find them. You know, start off at the, the two canals, the, the first two, the second two, uh, fourth, and whatever, until you find them. But once you get on them, you'll you'll find the fish. They've been catching them on the double rigs, uh, the little lime tr- lime colored H and H beetles. And also, I just seen a, a post. In my truck, I'm, uh, I was looking at it. Uh, they they just they got a whole pile of live shrimp down there. So if I was somebody, I'd grab them live shrimp and start with them first, and uh, you know get there. But they've been catching limits of reds and limits of trouts, you know. And it's just that time of year, you know. Uh, and then uh, down down the road. Well, well bit, before like, you uh, before you move on, before you move on, Eric, yeah. uh, where do you like to put in at Myrtle Grove? Where's a good spot to throw a kayak right, in? Right there at the marina. Pay the ten bucks and, and launch at the marina right there, and just you go. You're fishing the main canal that goes out yeah. to, to be around and all of that. The main canal, and you just got to fish until you find. And once you catch a fish, anchor up, try that, and you know if you're not putting fish in a boat, move a little bit more until you find them. I mean, it's real easy fishing. Try under a cork about three feet, um, and then drag the bottom. You know, have two rods set up. You know, and uh, it. it it's 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 an easy area to fish. And them guys load them up off the bank sometimes, you know. But are they? Yeah, well, I remember. Well 
I can remember when it used to get really cold and really bad weather. That 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 area right there in the marine is very deep, and the redfish would stack up in there, and you could catch them from the bank. Do they allow you to put a kayak in and paddle there and fish for your ten bucks? Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. It's just it's like any other boat launch. You pay your fee, and you're allowed to go. You you have every right to to launch at any boat launch in the state of Louisiana for that. You know, uh, no problem whatsoever. They they glad to right. have you. Well, let's go a little uh, further down Lake Judge Perez. What's happening there? Yeah, yeah uh, people have been launching out by the fire station launch and heading towards the lake. Uh, fishing plastics, uh, same deal. You, you got to fish till you find them. Once you fit, once you get on them, you'll catch your limit of reds. There are some trout being caught. Uh, I've known of a couple of limits uh, out there. Kind of same thing, just tight line and bouncing them off the bottom. Uh, my suggestion is. Get closer to the bank if you want the redfish. Stay further away from the from the bank if you want to get the red, with the, the trout. You'll pick up both though as you do that too. So I kind of, that's what I kind of like to do: is stay about forty yard, forty feet away from the bank and bring the bait to me and try and make three casts. And Port Sulphur, Empire, and Venice all making the, the full route down twenty three. What's going yeah, on? There? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Port Sulphur and Empire. Uh, you know, with Port Sulphur you can launch behind the high school there. Uh, plenty of reds being caught, but you got to find them oyster reefs uh, and with the bait around them. So you're going to have to move a little bit, or maybe you'll get lucky and find it on your first spot. But uh, I think the key to that is is that the water warms up a little bit with them oysters. You know, maybe the oysters hold the heat when the sun hits them or something, and uh, sure. and it seems as if the fish have been around it. You know, same thing in in, in Empire. You can launch right out of the delta there, uh, paddle out to the bay, start. You know, you'll see the oyster poles out there and just start bouncing the bottom and you know if it's not on one move a little bit shallower maybe a little bit deeper and, until you locate the fish on the oyster reefs and uh you'll, you'll end up catching some nice trout that real nice trout out, out there actually in empire on the oyster reefs and uh you'll pick up some reds and you'll get a bull red here and there too also a big giant drum and the moist fishermen love for you to catch a drum fish so y'all keep them <laughs> yeah, <they do. laughs> you know and then uh, and, down, down Tide Gulf in Venice, they've been doing real good. Uh, that's easy kind of fishing, too, off the side of the road. Just launch the boat, head towards the canes, get uh, get, get a cork, fish about 18 inches, uh, gulp with a little piece of shrimp on it, start popping it, count to three, one, two, three, pop. And then uh, you, you, you'll find the reds, drop your anchor, and catch your limit. But, man, it's a good time fishing. of year. Easy fishing. Easy fishing. Yeah, I find, you know, February is really good uh, because it's just the fish are stacked up once you find them. Now, March coming, that's going to be a little bit more difficult because that's changing times, you know. And I also find that uh, this month it it seems as if the fish are feeding on smaller baits. So use a smaller lure uh, or a smaller live bait if you can find it. That's that's my suggestions. Downsize, downsize. Smaller forage, yeah. Eric, where can people find information about the Louisiana Kayak Company if they want to book a trip and uh, explore kayak fishing with you as a guide before they buy their own? Yeah, Don, well, they can find me on your website. You know that. And you can find me on Facebook, the Louisiana Kayak Company, and you can find me on Instagram. But uh, really the easiest way is is just pick up the phone, 504-313-8292, and you can just Call me, and I'll answer the phone, and we can set you up a trip and get you out there. Looking forward to it. We're going to have some good trips this year. I believe you're right. Thanks for the report, Captain Merrick. We'll see you next time. All right, Don, you have a good day, man. Nice talking to you.
All righty, there he goes, Captain Eric Mohabarak. All right, we come back after this. Well, you know, it's not often that we get to report of a bad boy story out of Orleans Parish. God knows they got enough crime there, much less outdoor crime. But we got one for you this week. A couple of guys lost a little bit of control when they were rabbit hunting. Their story's next on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. Well, maybe the hottest fishing going is those uh, blue cats in Lake Pontchartrain. Got another report. This one from uh, Ray Ray in Lacombe. He went with Larry yesterday. They trolled Lake Pontchartrain. They only caught one speckled trout, but had seven blue cats between 8 and 10 pounds. I'm thinking I might enjoy that more than speckled trout. Anyway, the fishing for those uh, blue cats in the lake is definitely excellent. All right, we got some more texts. We'll get to those later, but right now we've got to pause 10 seconds for our station identification and back with the bad boys of the outdoors after these stations tell you who they are and where they are along the outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. Well, last Sunday, February 6th, Louisiana Department of Wildlife and Fisheries Enforcement Agent Sergeant Thomas Wolf, Sergeant Josh Lavalette, and Agent Sal Mangano cited two subjects for alleged rabbit hunting violations in Orleans Parish after receiving a complaint about multiple subjects observed hunting behind a car dealership in New Orleans East. The agents and the NOPD officers arrived on the scene. They observed two pickup trucks parked near the wooded area. Both trucks had several dead rabbits in the bed or the interior. While searching the woods for the hunters, they found eight more rabbits. The agents then set up surveillance and observed the two subjects actively hunting and killing several more rabbits. In all, the agents found the men possessing a total body count of 24 rabbits that they admitted to taking that same day. The daily limit of rabbit is eight per license hunting, putting the possibly mathematically challenged men eight over the daily limit. What happened to the bunnies? Well, the agents seized them and donated them to a local charity, which I'm sure they were happy to get. What will happen to the admitted poachers? Well, for taking over the limit of rabbits and charged with civil restitution for the replacement value of the rabbits, facing $753 in fines and 90 days jail time, or... 57-year-old Marvin Dupuy of Miro and 47-year-old Robert Mullet of Metairie are bad boys of the outdoors. You might say they weren't over the limit. They were under the limit of hunters. They needed one more hunter because the daily limit's eight, and they would have been at their 24. They would have been legal. Well, and some people say, well, the fine's not high enough. You know, it's not the worst thing in the world. Rabbits, uh, I don't think we could possibly hunt rabbits out. Uh, they are just... Well, they breed like rabbits, you know what I mean? But still, the law is the law, and uh, our bad boys uh, brought to justice. All right, let me get back to a couple of text messages before we get to Captain Ryan Lambert. Uh, we were asking you about your favorite waterfowl dish. Here's one that says, good morning, Don. The chef at Cross Ahares Ayers Lodge prepared goose a la verde, as he called it. Seared speckle belly breast, medium rare, was absolutely delicious. We enjoyed that fresh right after the hunt. That's from Marvin Grow. Marvin, I got to tell you, speckle belly has become my favorite. I've got a special uh, stuffed recipe I do. I uh, kind of learned it over at uh, Hackberry Rod and Gun many years ago with Terry Shaughnessy for ducks. But on a speckle belly goose, I, I just don't think you can beat it. In fact, that was my uh, Christmas dinner this year. All right, here's another one on MLK, MLK Day. I caught my limit of black drum in 30 minutes off the bank in Point of Shen below Homer. Since then, at the same place, same bait, 
All I'm catching is puppy drum. Fun to catch, but can't keep them. Where did the big one go? That's from Big E and Thibodeau. Well, I, I, the, the minimum size is 16 inches, so if you're catching those little bitty ones, I would say, you know, what's changed is water temperatures were up back then. Now they've dropped, and uh, where you're going to find, like, like Captain Eric was saying and, and some of our other reports, you've got to find those oyster reefs. And if there's no oyster reefs from the bank, well, that's when you need a kayak to go get over those oyster beds because what they do, particularly on sunny days, those oyster shells reflect that heat, and if it's shallow water, it warms it up. And, uh, and drum, big drum, medium drum, they love oysters. In fact, they've got those uh, oyster crushes in the back of their their throats, and uh, they, they do a job on oysters. That's probably what happened. They moved away from the bank, got on the oyster reefs. But they could be back, or you can go get them, Big E. Just get you a, a little paddle craft, and you can go out of Point of Shen. There's a lot of places to catch reds and trout and other species down there. Great place. <clears throat> Excuse me, when we come back from this, it's Ryan Lambert time. Let's see if he's at Nolehase or at Cajun Fishing Adventures. Which one will it be? We'll find out right after this on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque Radio Network. And voy a Nolehase in Mexico. Buenos dias. Como esta usted? Well, dias. What's for what y'all having for breakfast down there in Mexico? I, I ate raisin bran. <laughs> <laughs> oh, come on now. That's not very uh, native to the area. you got to have something special. I was thinking some kind of a yeah. spicy uh, omelet or something maybe with a little uh, you can have jalapeno you peppers. You tell them what you want. But <laughs> there's so much food down here, I, just, I can't eat anymore. <laughs> so how was the Alabama bird hunt? That was really good. We we, we we shot a lot of birds, nice place. Uh, the dogs did great. I mean, we had a great time. I, I finally got to shoot my Browning 525, a little 28 over and under, home on where you're talking about a sweet weapon. Oh, Man, that yeah. was fun. Very light, nice to so point. Uh, what, what's the name of the place you were at? Otter Creek. Otter Creek, gotcha. Yeah, it was nice, nice place, well done, good food, you know, there's a lot of birds, you know, we had chuckers and feathers and quails, and that was mm-hmm. good, and, and I come down here and hit the weather just all wrong, it's overcast, it's calm, the ducks, will, the ducks won't come in, the, the quail won't get in the hedgerows because it's not sunny, I said, that just proves, no matter where you are in the world, Mother Nature still is rains free, <laughs> you know, over everything. Yeah, she does. I'm going yes, on she does. Hunt this morning. And after I kill a bunch of doves, I'm going to walk up a couple of cubbies of quail. So um, I'll get my shooting in this morning. <laughs> now, did you bring your 28 there? Were you able to get it through, or are you using oh, no, a gun I don't, down there? I don't, I don't bring guns down here. We have 60 no. guns down here already. So, you know, we, it's just a, too much of a, a hassle to bring in. To bring uh, the Browning 525. They'll look at that and say, this serial number's wrong. I think we'll keep this one. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, not, you're it's right. Not the United States, you know. Yeah, Can't take exactly. That well, did you get to make a stop in Buras and check on things at Cajun Fishing Adventures, or did you go straight from Alabama to oh, Mexico? Of course, no, of course I did. You know, it's all good. You know, in fact, ladies down there fly fishing today, and uh, Martha had a, a big old 175 uh, swordfish yesterday, so. That's, that's real good, but the, the, the redfish are biting like crazy. The river's still fairly low. I mean, it's gonna 
it was going to go to like four or five again. So really unusual for this time of year. It's just such a drought throughout the country. You know, it's not to get some snow so until that runs off. You know, the river's going to be great. We ought to have a great spring. You know, just trying all to be around. And, you know, we're still just wailing on the redfish or the fly right? Just big old fish. So we got some wind when I get home. Uh, I come home tomorrow. And I'll go down to the lodge. I've got some eco tours and stuff to do. And it's going to be windy anyhow. You know, we got the boys will be fishing redfish because of the wind. But as soon as it dies down next week, I'll get that fly rod back in my hand. And, yeah, they just, there's some monster reds around. I mean, you get the 40-something inch reds. That's as good as it gets. Yeah, well, Laney's got a great day today. And uh, Martha sent me a picture. I saw that big swordfish, but... Uh... Ooh, it was a bloody-looking picture, but uh, they, they, they they stuck it out. They hung in there late and got that fish. You know, she will work. That, that girl is not afraid to work. Y'all want to go out with somebody that work for you? Captain Martha will get it done. I'll tell you what, she she don't have any lazy in her. I mean, she's special. I went out with her. She works hard. Even as a captain, she's doing so much on the boat. You know, she's, she just got that, that drive. Yeah. And she's <laughs> it's hard to tame it, actually. I tell you, she's getting quite a reputation with sword fishing. She's got that down. She's she's gotten to be one of the better sword fishing captains down in Venice. Yeah, they're catching a lot of wahoo down there right now. Some monster tunas, and uh, we still, you know, we just doing our thing in viewers. I mean, the, the river low like this. As soon as it, it warms up, April first, those fish will come out those deep holes, and it'll be game on. I mean, there'll be a lot of trout around if, if the river stays at that level. It's going to be a good spring. I can't wait. Yes, it is. That's it. All you need is the blackberries to start popping up around the camp. Mm, it'll be a while. They're not even blooming yet. That's, you know, that'll <laughs> yeah. be in the middle of April. We'll start blooming with that. And uh, you know what's going to happen this week? The Purple Martins will come back this week. You know, it's just, you know Valentine's Day. The Purple Martins will show up, and you start seeing them in the houses. And, uh, spring is here, you know. It's just when the hunting season over, and this is my last hunt, I wanted to warm up tomorrow. You know, just get, get rid of this weather. It's time to go fishing. Yeah. Well, I want to see that little gun, too, when you get back. Maybe we'll make a little uh, quail trip or something and uh, take a look at that little gun. Yeah, let's Sounds do that. interesting. Yeah, I would love to. All right. All right, Captain Ryan, stay healthy, uh, stay good. Hope you get some doves and quail, and uh, we'll catch up with you next week when you get back in the States. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you later. Right. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Buenos noches. El Capitan, Ryan Lambert. All right, coming back after the – ooh, look what time it is. Time to wrap it up. Got a few text messages coming in. If you want to get one in, tell me real quick, 504-260-1870. That's our text line right here on the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network. All right, we asked for your favorite waterfowl dish, and we got several responses. Here's one from uh, Brett Galatis. His favorite dish is Dean Galatis Puldu Gumbo. Hmm, have to try some of that. Uh, here's uh, one from one of our Alabama listeners, David, and one of our Bayou Wild viewers, David Hubble. He says, I was sure those rabbit hunters were going to be named Elmer Fudd and Yosemite Sam. <laughs> as far as great waterfowl dish, I had a delicious smoked duck and andouille gumbo from John Foltz many years ago. I have had that, David, and you are exactly right. That's pretty hard to beat. And here's another comment on our uh, bad boy rabbit hunters, and this one says, With the way the legal system works in Orleans Parish, those bad boys probably have had their records expunged already. All right, and then we have someone heading down to Myrtle Grove for the first time in the kayak. What are some tips? Well, we just happened to have a report came in a little while ago from Captain Eric Mohabarak, 
And uh, with regard to Myrtle Grove, you just launch right there at the Myrtle Grove Marina. In the main, you're launching into the main canal. He said it's a $10 fee to launch. Uh, they're catching limits of speckled trout and reds. The key is moving around till you find them. When you find them, they're going to be stacked up. Make sure you've got some H&H, the little small sparkle beetles in the lime color, and flip those out there and uh, should produce some fish for you. So good luck to you, and let us know uh, how it turns out for you. All right, let's see. We've got um, what's good to use for fishing, the L&N Bridge by the Wrigley's. I'm used to offshore fishing, haven't done much, have no clue how to fish deep water in that pass. I've tried voodoo shrimp on a popping cork, live shrimp on pop cork, live shrimp on bottom, nothing. Some guys pulled up next to the bridge and started tearing them up. Um, I've had the most success fishing there with live shrimp with a kale hook fished on the bottom, Carolina rigged, which means a sliding sinker above your leader. Uh, probably about, I don't know, 12, maybe you want to go launch as an 18-inch leader, throw it down there on the bottom, and then let that shrimp swim freely. And, you know, you're going to catch, you're going to have to weed through stuff. There's a lot of stuff coming through that pass. Uh, Today would probably be a good day. The problem with fishing that, you can forget the corks. Uh, You're not going to catch any fish on corks there. The water's way too deep. you got to get down to the bottom. But the key to catching fish there is, you can't fish there on an average or, or strong tide because the water moves too fast and you cannot hold the bottom. Uh, when you've got slack tide like a day like today and not much wind-driven water, you put something on the bottom there, you're generally going to catch fish. Uh, it's going to be a little bit later before the trout move in. Probably with maybe next month you might start picking up some trout. Redfish you can pretty much catch all the time there. It's a really good place to fish. Ellenin Bridge, uh, and, and when you go out there, observe some of the, the veterans that fish out there. You're going to find the easiest way is to is to tie on to the bridge from underneath with a rope. You don't want to try to anchor in there. Uh, way too much trouble to do that, and although it's, you know, some people do that. But tying on to the bridge is a better way to go. But uh, And then sometimes if you move around to the fender wells and you fish behind that fender well, sometimes with the waters moving really fast, uh, it'll it'll be slowed down. There'll kind of be a little eddy there, and you can get down to the bottom and find some fish that are feeding back up in there. So good luck to you. Let me know how the trip turns out. L&N Bridge by the Wrigley's, a uh, historic place to fish, but generally you got to fish it when there's uh, water, not a lot of tide moving. All right, that's pretty much going to wrap it up. Uh, that's going to take care of it. We're going to be out uh, with Bayou Wild. We'll be filming the Eagle Expo, and you'll get to see some of that next week. Uh, our feature will be fishing in a vanishing paradise, fishing the Mr. Go. And also John Foltz is going to do his black eye pea shrimp recipe. That's a really good one. This week, if you haven't seen it, uh, it's worth watching. And if we do the Cajun invasion to Stuttgart, Arkansas, I suggest you go. It was filmed on Halloween. That was the early season. Uh, the geese were, were unwary. It was opening day. And it was nothing less than epic and some great as always, camera footage captured by Chris Lecoq. So check it out, Bayou Wild TV. Uh, go to our website. You'll find the dates and times and channels where it airs. You know where this airs, the station you're listening to right now. Tune us again next week. We'll be on from 5 a.m. to 7 a.m. every Saturday morning, talking with the fishermen that you trust the most and giving you all the information you need. Special show coming up in a couple of weeks. How to Deal with the Duck Crisis in Louisiana. Hope you'll join us for that. And every Saturday morning, right here for the Outdoors with Don Dubuque, Radio Network.